Have you ever wondered what the top insurance agents are doing to grow their book of business exponentially each and every month? I've personally grown my own agency to multiple locations and dozens of agents over the past 20 years, learning from the industry's leading experts and applying what they've taught me to my own agency. And now I've invited these same experts to share their industry leading secrets with you. My name is Jim Schubert and welcome to Agents Growth Academy. Feeling disconnected from your remote insurance team? I'm about to share some actionable steps you can use to help your remote staff feel like they belong and are an integral part of your company culture. I know feeling disconnected from your remote insurance team can be a real challenge. That's why I'm going to share some tips and tricks on how to ensure your remote team feels like they belong and are an integral part of your company. Number one, have a regular pace of meetings. One, make sure that they're doing this with their peers. Doesn't always have to be with you. That's really key because they need to feel their team's presence, not just via text or email or instant message. I would also recommend that you have weekly small team meetings because this is something that can help people feel like they have more of a connection to the rest of your team, even if you're leading that as a manager. And then I would recommend that you have larger group meetings either on a monthly basis or on a quarterly basis. We do this through something called a quarterly state of the company address. And in that address, we cover things like Where have we been in the last quarter? Did we achieve our goals? What are the numbers that we're going to share with folks to help them understand that? We're going to talk about the people who joined our team. We'll even put faces and names up on the screen. Oftentimes for us, those people are remote who are coming to join us. So it helps them feel from the very beginning that they're part of the team when we're showing their name and their face and introducing them. And then you can share things like your company culture or maybe stories about people in your company who have shown your company's core values or demonstrated them in their daily actions. We only spend about 45 minutes doing this, but it makes a huge impact and helps people feel connected. And every time I get on that quarterly meeting, I love calling out people before we hit record to say hello Like, hello, so-and-so, hello, so-and-so, hadn't seen you in quite a while. And it just makes them smile and it makes me feel good because I feel reconnected to them. Number two, reach out to your remote workers individually on a regular basis. One thing that I would recommend to you is to actually schedule it. Yes, schedule it. It is that important. You don't want to let this fall by the wayside. Ask their peers to do the same thing and their managers if you're not their manager. And the reason that that's important is that it helps them feel even more engaged when it's not just you as the owner or if you're a manager, that it's their manager. If you ask their peers to do the same, It'll feel more natural. They will naturally develop deeper relationships with each other and it will help them feel more connected to your company than if you didn't do that. All right, number three, involve remote workers through social media. 
I would highly recommend that any chance you get, offer public praise. People love it. And it doesn't have to be anything huge, even if you just say, hey, I caught so-and-so doing something awesome yesterday and just wanted to recognize them. This can go a long way for their self-esteem and feeling like they're really an integral part of your organization. So give that public praise when you can. One fun thing that we did, especially during the pandemic when almost everyone was working from home, we asked people to submit pictures of them and their office helpers or their pets. Because if you think about it, pets that are in our lives, especially if we're working from home, are there constantly. We didn't require them to do it. We asked them and I was kind of surprised how many people submitted photos of their pets working alongside them. And I just went into Canva and I made a really simple but beautiful template that I could use over and over to put a picture of the person with their pet and then a little bio of the person and their pet and and the pet's name. And we posted that all over social media and people got a really big kick out of it. So I would encourage you to do something creative like that. You can also have costume contests. I know Halloween is the most appropriate time to do that. But if you do it randomly throughout the year, think of how much more of an impact it would have. And you would be surprised how much talent is in your organization. We have several people in our organization who are actually really good at making cosplay. They go to conventions. My kids are into this stuff and they actually follow some of my employees on Instagram because they're so good at it. You would be surprised what talent your staff has. All right, number four, involve your remote employees in company-wide activities and meetings. Now, this can have a whole host of uh, names and faces. It could be employee celebrations, sales meetings, speaker series, book clubs. And don't forget about insurance carrier meetings. You might not know what those are because for the last couple of years, carriers weren't coming to our offices, but they're starting to come back again. And even if they aren't, if you're meeting with them virtually, bring other members of your team onto the call. Now, if the carriers are coming into the office, have them sit in front of a camera that you can see them in the meeting, but so can anyone else who you choose to bring in that meeting especially remote workers who need to feel like they're part of the overall workings of the organization that don't just have to do with clients. Sometimes it's nice to mix it up and have them engage with other people besides just clients and your own staff. So think about that. Going back to the speaker series, this was a great thing that we recently sent a poll out asking folks, hey, if we did a speaker series, what would you like to learn about? I was shocked. I would have thought for sure they would have said, oh, we want sales training. We want customer service training. You know what people wanted the most was speakers to talk about developing personal relationships, mental health, exercise habits, financial habits, like things that really mean something to people. So consider that when you're thinking about what types of events to have for your organization, right? Number five, send them something special every so often so that they know that you care about them. 
We've done this in a few different ways in our organization. One of the things that we love to do and that you've probably heard me do when I interview guests on my podcast is we give them the choice to either have soup or hot chocolate. We sent soup to our employees during the pandemic when everyone was working from home and we sent it from a company called Spoonful of Comfort. You can go to spoonfulcomfort.com. I don't get paid anything to say that. Same thing with the hot chocolate. We use mountainmallow.com. Whether they're remote or not, I would encourage you to send this to everyone in your company, but especially for the remote folks, it makes them feel really good to have something physical. You can send restaurant gift cards. You can send company swag. If you have tumblers or t-shirts or hats or pens or whatever it is, sometimes people really enjoy getting something physical. You might find that you have a lot of folks in your organization whose love language are gifts. Okay. Number six. Ask them what they need to feel like they're part of the pack. So like I said before, polling people is a really good idea. They may have ideas that you haven't even thought of yet. Just make sure that you ask people very succinctly, what ideas do you have? And I would recommend that you keep it open-ended. Don't try to feed them a lot of ideas or examples. Just see what they come up with. You would be surprised the types of things that people want to see or do. I sent out a poll towards the end of the pandemic when a lot of people were still working from home. And I was shocked to learn that while people enjoyed the virtual happy hours we were doing at the beginning, it kind of wore on them after a while and they decided they did not want to do that. I would highly encourage you to ask your staff what they would actually like to do. Number seven, in-person meetups. Sometimes there's just no substitution for good old-fashioned eyeball-to-eyeball interaction with people. Even if it's just with their peers, that's fine because if you think about it, they see and talk to their managers probably on a regular enough basis. They might want to get together without you. Now, I understand that not everyone works in close enough proximity to each other, but think about creating subgroups of people who do work close to each other. And you don't have to organize it, but maybe encourage it every so often. Have them share photos too on social media of their meetups because this will help reinforce the fact that community actually does exist in your company, even among remote workers. What's next? Well, first I would tell you to go to YouTube and watch how to make working from home actually work in your company. This is another great video similar to this one with different ideas that you'll want to walk away with. And then next, watch our remote work playlist on YouTube. Some great ideas and more content being created all the time. Until next time, folks, grow big or go home. If you like this or any other episodes of Agents Growth Academy podcast, make sure you rate it. And if you want to take ownership over your own growth, come join us for free over at agentsgrowthacademy.com.